They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. You're listening to Face to Face with Success. I'm Nikki Webigita. I think a passion for understanding my country, understanding the continent, understanding the world. I still don't know have the answers, but I'm I'm hopefully getting there. This is what drives Tabi Lioka. I've known her since she was a schoolgirl in Cape Town. I'm reminded of this because the day we meet in the boardroom of her offices at Argan Asset Management, she's wearing a blue top a colour similar to her school uniform. Back then, she had ambitions of high political office. I actually wanted to um, become a lawyer and ultimately the president of uh, the Republic of South Africa. <laughs> that was back then when I was in school uniform and um, that's why I studied Latin. And then when it got to university at WITS, I, I found law very quite boring and a bit slow and and it was during that time when you had like Ali McBeal and Law and Order and they were so fast paced and um, interesting. And I just thought, gosh, I'm still trying to study constitutional law. And so um, my brother was doing um, economics at the time and I'd read his textbooks and I thought this is exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Then I moved over to economics. Okay. And, and does that, has that completely changed your, your world? It has. It actually has brought everything together. So the study of economics is it's actually a social science with, with um, you know, a bit of maths and stats. And um, it made, it, it has helped me understand what moves the world um, from something as micro as, uh, you know, something like the manufacturing sector and or industry and how that impacts on growth and how uh, people respond to it. And also it helps it helps find solutions um, on you know unemployment to how to grow the economy to how to position your country in a regional perspective but also, also a, a global perspective. Economics as a field is still male dominated. This is especially the case when it comes to who is viewed as an authority and influential in topical debates and who gets quoted in the media. Tabi is fast becoming the go-to economist for many major media outlets and is also becoming a role model for young girls. I appreciate that a lot of the time is it's um, young girls who want to become economists and I I, I accept that you know I may make a contribution, small contribution to their life, and try in terms of trying to get them into this, you know, the, uh, studying economics and also interest, uh, get them um, interested in the subject. And also, I think that a few years ago, many women didn't study economics to become an economist. I think it was just an elective. And I, you know, every time they do ask me, and they. I think maybe I appeal, I appeal to them too because I guess I look younger than I am <laughs> and having a black woman there, somebody they can relate to. Um, and then they come to me with excitement and I tell them, no, you have to do at least your master's and they, look, <laughs> they, you know, they crawl back. <laughs> I can see the, you know, the disappointment in their faces. But um, I really think having more black people uh, uh, in uh, corporate South Africa um, would be beneficial for not only just the subject itself, but I think 
um, the country at large. It's clear that Tabby believes that education is the gateway to everything. This is something which was instilled by her parents. I was fortunate enough to have gone to good schools and um, private schools from Great North, and that obviously has had an, you know, a positive impact on, on my life and shaping, my, shaping who I am and also the goals that I have. But I think I appreciate the, you know, my high school more because it was so international. And St. Cyprian's uh, in Cape Town was, had a lot of, not just South Africans, but it had a lot of other Africans from uh, the rest of the continent and um, other Europeans from Europe. So it gave me that, it was a little bit of a microcosm of the world. And it gave me that exposure and that, um, it, it's planted the seed of who I am today, the interest in others and um, the rest of, you know, outside of South Africa. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was also fortunate enough to have parents who, despite uh, the hardship of apartheid, also went to university. And I think they instilled in us you know, a sense of, you, know, you have to go to school, uh, education is very important. So they were very important in terms of shaping our uh, at least uh, interest in uh, university. There was no choice, we had to go to university. Um, and also I guess that in itself, the people that I interact with and um, the fact that I went to school in London also was as a result of having had, uh, you know, the upbringing that I had, and not just from a family perspective. And I think, uh, you know, schooling and friends. If they want to do a postgrad, I recommend they do it overseas, only because of the vast um, knowledge that you get from interacting with people from all over the world. So, for instance, a classroom situation in South Africa would we'd use um, examples of what we all experience and they wouldn't seem foreign to us. Um, whereas if you have uh, people from different countries all in one class, the examples that come in and the arguments and the discussion, it just becomes all the more interesting. And um, you leave there thinking that you've gained more than just what your test- textbooks has, um, has uh, stated. When Tabby isn't dissecting the economy and demystifying it for the rest of us to understand, she travels, which she believes is itself an education. More than any textbook or any book has ever taught me, because you go to a country and you think you have all these um, ideas and uh, you've read about what people are are like or should be like, Um, you know, Traveling to countries like Venezuela when um, Chavez was president and you hear all these terrible things, especially like Western media about uh, how problematic and troublesome and um, what a you know, horrible leader uh, Chavez is. And then you travel to Venezuela and you think, wow, the socialism there is what you know, stuck out for me, that the way he... Poverty was just, you know, the way he focused his uh, uh, fiscus on, on, you know, uh, changing people's lives, especially the poor. I thought that was quite commendable coming from a country like South Africa and a continent like um, Africa. Um, so I'm always taken aback by what I, my preconceived ideas of the place. And when I get there, the things that I, you know, I expect are always turned around. So I, you know, that, that's, that's what one of the lessons I always learn, mm-hmm. and that we are all the same as humans. I think, um, you know, I travel a lot on South America, uh, on the South American continent, and it's it, it's no different to traveling on the African continent. What people eat, the way they dance, the way they speak, 
um, their animation, they're so loud and animated and laugh loudly, just like um, the way we do um, back home. So what's next for this ambitious globetrotter? I think that I, I don't have an enough grasp on the macro and micro of the rest of the continent. And I think that, as I said earlier, there's not enough you know, contribution in terms of literature on economies on the continent. Um, so I'd like to do that. I'd also, I feel that also, you know, being a South African who was brought up under apartheid and watching the, my country disintegrate, mm-hmm. um, I think one day working in government um, is something that I'd do. Uh, maybe at, at you know, as a reserve, at the Reserve Bank. Possibly as one of their uh, governors, <laughs> I do keep telling them that I was like, "No, <laughs> call me when you need. <laughs> call me when you need when you when you need me when you're ready for me." Um, so, so that's what I do. But what I'd like to to achieve, but uh, you know, somebody who has always kind of stood out for me, um, and a person who I admire greatly for who she is, what she represents is Christine Lagarde. Mm-hmm. And um, I really wouldn't mind being in her <laughs> position one day. <laughs> in the same you've almost come full circle to what you originally wanted as, as, as a little girl yeah. uh, to be president or to be in a leadership position. So clearly perhaps that's your destiny. I hope so, but to bring real change. And I think that um, the world is uh, in a very difficult space right now. And I think that you need people who, whose hearts are in the right place. You've been listening to Face to Face with Success. I'm Nikiwe Bigicha. They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on Face to Face with Success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. Find more real success stories at thesolutionslab.co.za.